All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey, live every weekday at noon Eastern. Monday, October 23rd, a fresh week of shows on Daily Faceoff Live, streaming live on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. I'm Tyler Ramjack. He is our NHL insider, Frank Saravalli. And the show today, as always, is brought to you by our friends at Batano. Batano.ca if you need live odds on the NHL, odds on the ALCS Game 7 or Monday Night Football. They got it all. Game starts now at Patano 19 plus. Please play responsibly for rank. What a weekend in the NHL. Headlines everywhere. Yeah, that and as you mentioned, ALCS with the two best words in the English language when put together, Game 7. Sign me up. Before before we uh, get rolling on the show, Frank, some tough news out of Winnipeg today. Uh, The Jets announcing the wife of head coach Rick Bonus, Judy, suffered a seizure on Sunday night and is currently in the hospital. Rick is going to take some time away from the team, but we're certainly giving sending our best to the Bonus family. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Bonus family in our thoughts and prayers um, as he takes this leave of absence. Scott Arneal takes over as interim head coach. Um, you know, hate to see something like that. And so sending our best to the bonuses family on the ice, the jets got themselves a big win on the weekend and it came in Edmonton and then things got, went from bad to worse for the Edmonton Oilers. Let's throw two minutes and 30 seconds up on the clock, Frank, and start with the Mick injury. Connor McDavid expected to miss the next one to two weeks for the Edmonton Oilers. They're calling it an upper body injury. Uh, Jason Greger shared this clip of McDavid skating to the bench late in that game against the Winnipeg Jets, and uh, if you're a lip reader, Greger says, sounds like maybe he says tore something regardless this is going to keep mcdavid out of the lineup you see the area he's kind of grabbing his lower back maybe his hip 
area. Um, this is really not good for the Edmonton Oilers. One win in their first five games, and now without their captain for two weeks. Yeah, you take a, a city in which it already felt like the sky was falling in a year with cup or bust expectations, and now you add in this injury to the best player on planet Earth, who, by the way, has not really missed time for a few seasons now. Um, to me, something about, I'm not a doctor, but something about Connor McDavid just hasn't really looked quite right all season long. He hasn't been doing the McDavid-like things. And I wonder if this is connected at all to um, you know, his start of the year. Could not be. Uh, and it could just be that he's a guy that's trying to find his footing and, and trying to wear some of those expectations and why this year feels so different. But he's never really wilted under pressure before. I doubt that that's what he's going through now. And I just I got a live in-person viewing last week in Philly. No shots on goal, not really creating a lot through the neutral zone and off the rush. Like it just something seemed off. And I'm wondering if this is a way that we could possibly explain how that start has looked for number 97. Yeah, and it's not just been 97 off to a slow start for the Edmonton Oilers. Frank, I'm not sure if you caught Evander Kane's comments during the intermission of their game against the Winnipeg. He dropped the gloves, got in a fight, and then told Scott Oak on Hockey Night in Canada, quote, I didn't play much in the first period, so I figured might as well get into a fight and take seven or eight minutes in the box. Uh, it feels like there's just a lot going on. I saw we have a question about that in the DFO YouTube as well from uh, Kelly who says this is the Evander Kane we were worried about when the Oilers signed him. Um, it, it's just, there's a lot not going well in Edmonton is my point. Yeah. And look, maybe this allows for a reboot. We've seen in the past that teams really pull together and start to play a lot better, especially when you're missing a big piece like a Connor McDavid from your lineup. And I know that the heritage classic is looming on Sunday battle of Alberta against the Calgary flames at Commonwealth stadium in Edmonton. They said one to two weeks for a reason. I'd be pretty surprised if you don't see 97 in the lineup for the outdoor game, the 20th anniversary of the NHL's first outdoor game back in 2003. Maybe it'll add some drama to the Heritage Classic. You know, ooh, is McDavid taking warm-ups? Oh, he is taking warm-ups. Is he going to play how much? I don't know. Why not? Something for us to talk about, at least. Look, you never want to see a, a star player such as this one missing any time. Um, and tough timing for the Oilers, as you mentioned, with their start to the year. But who knows? Maybe this will be a catalyst. Over on the Daily Faceoff YouTube, again, we are looking for inbox questions. So if there's something this weekend that you want to pick Frank's brain about, toss it in there with the hashtag AskDFO. Maybe you can give us your take on Rasmus Anderson's four-game suspension in Calgary. Frank, this happened on Friday night right at the tail end of the Flames' loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And, I mean, in the dying seconds, Anderson picks up line A in the middle of the ice, leaves his feet. There is contact with the head at some point. And it's also just at a point in the game where, like, it's over. You're down by two. You're not winning. There's no need to do this. I think Anderson very easily deserves the four games. I think he could have gotten five or six, which is what makes the appeal process that much more puzzling. Yeah, and we'll talk about the process itself in a second, but I'm with you. There's not really anything to like about this hit. I don't like the angle. I don't like the primary point of contact. I don't like the fact that he leaves his feet, and I definitely don't like the situation. As you mentioned, down a couple goals, late in a game, you're frustrated. It's been a frustrating road trip if you're the Calgary Flames. And you don't, you're going to lay out 
Patrick Line with that hit. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, it felt like a moment in time where Rasmus Anderson really lost control. And I think the four-game suspension was well-warranted. It's certainly within the realm of when I saw that, I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So now this is where the appeal kicks in, and the NHLPA announced on Sunday that they had filed it on his behalf. So to back up the timeline of, of where we're at here, hit occurs on Friday night, hearing and suspension on Saturday, announcement of appeal on Sunday. The, the appeal will be heard at some point today by NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman. And then at some point over these next few days, we will get a ruling from the commissioner as to whether or not this suspension has been upheld or reduced. The Heritage Classic, as mentioned, is on Sunday against the Edmonton Oilers. And so that's what Anderson and the Flames are pushing for so that he'd be able to participate in that outdoor game. For me, I don't see a reduction coming. Everything that the NHL Department of Player Safety does is really process-driven. I know some people may not like to hear that, but precedent and everything else that comes along with it, we just talked about how multi-layered this hit is. There's a lot that went into it that allowed it to get to this point of four games you also have to have Gary Bettman then go against his own department of player safety, which not really entirely a neutral arbitrator. In fact, not at all. And I think that's part of the reason why the process is broken is yeah. that not only does it take too long, but it should immediately go to an independent neutral arbitrator for it to be ruled on and ruled on expediently. Cause that's one big thing, especially with some of these longer ones, it takes so long to go through the process that by the time you got the end of it, the player has already missed all of the games that you were supposedly suspended for. And I mean, for people wondering, okay, well, then why would you be going through an appeal process if you've already sat out the games? I totally understand. This is a, it, it impacts their wallet. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars they could potentially get back for those games missed. So that's why the appeal process keeps going. But I thought Jason Greger, your co-host on the DFO rundown this morning, had a great line like, it's not a murder trial. This is a hit in a hockey game. It should not take four days to figure out the proper suspension. Yeah, but sometimes that's how long it takes, and that's part of another reason why I was saying the process is broken. He's mm -hmm. already served one game of it. The Flames have games Tuesday and Thursday before getting to Sunday. They're hoping that they could potentially get it knocked down a game so he could play in the Heritage Classic. We'll see. Potentially no McDavid, potentially no Rasmus Anderson Sunday in the Heritage Classic. Let's stay in Canada for our third topic, Frank. On Saturday night, the Toronto Maple Leafs they kind of looked dead in the water against the Tampa Bay Lightning in their first meeting since the playoffs last year. Ilya Samsonov pulled just 12 minutes into the game. He only faced four shots. He gave up three goals. Joseph Wool steps in, and he's lights out, leads the Leafs on a comeback. They win it in overtime. He stops all 29 shots that he faced, and it now has Leafs fans wondering, is there a little bit of a goalie controversy brewing in Toronto? I hate the phrase goalie controversy. Ah. Is it even a controversy? You have... No. Not really a huge gap in, in ability between these two guys. Is one paid more? Yes. Does one have more supposed pedigree having played longer in the NHL and Ilya Samsonov? Yes, of course. But does that mean that he should just get 50-plus starts this year and Joe Wall should just sit there and wait? No, it should be a meritocracy. It should be based on who's playing the best at the moment. And right now there isn't even a shadow of doubt as to who is the better goaltender in this exact moment in time for the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
And the Leafs have been building to this moment for a while with Joe Wall. He was signed to this contract. This is the second year of it, the first year of the one-way portion of it. For this exact reason, this was supposed to be the moment that he arrived on the NHL scene. They've taken their time. They've developed him correctly. And now he's a guy who at every level as he's progressed along the way has continued to play better and better. You look at his numbers last year, four games in the Stanley Cup playoffs, 9-15 save percentage. And he's only one year younger than Ilya Samsonov. I see no reason why this isn't a 1A, 1B type conversation for the rest of the year, let alone just Wall coming in relief of Samsonov in Tampa and then getting the next start against the Washington Capitals. That was the schedule and plan. And even though he played the bulk of the minutes against the Lightning, he's now going to get that opportunity to back it up with another performance against the Caps. And so I like where the Leafs are at. I love what Sheldon Keefe said. Three three goals on four shots, unacceptable. That's the reason they needed to make the change. And now they're going with Wall. Big picture-wise for Toronto, I mean, this could be a revelation. If Joseph Wall steps up and is capable of being, and shows he's capable of being a 1A or like a damn good 1B, Frankie's making 775 k next year for a team that's tight to the cap. If you could go into next summer and be like, we're going to move on from Samsonov, we're going to have Wool and a veteran as his backup, and we're going to do it dirt cheap, that would make life a lot easier for Brad Tree Living. Man, it would solve a lot of their problems, wouldn't it? It would shave off, you know, two, three million bucks on their cap, at least. Um, that would be a nice plan. And I would say that's another bonus to this is that there is no commitment from Ilya Samsonov both ways, either to him and the franchise or the franchise to him. His contract was signed this year after an arbitration filing. They had gotten close to going through with the hearing. And they're in a spot now where they can see how this all plays out before then committing further. And to have a wall at 775 next year, as you mentioned, is a huge feather in their cap. Let's move along to our Monday segment, Pass or Fail, Frank. And let's start with a little bit of news we got over the weekend out of Boston. Jake DeBrusque did not play in the Bruins game. He was healthy scratched after missing a team meeting. Pass or fail? Does the punishment fit the crime? Well, the punishment always fits the crime because no player is bigger than the team. And if you're going to be late and you're going to miss a meeting and you're going to put yourself, even if it's a mistake, ahead of the team, uh, I'm all for him sitting. But what I would say is I really like the way that Jim Montgomery handled it. Just came out and said it. There's no question as to what, oh, why is he a mysterious healthy scratch? This isn't something that's going to linger on forever. You do the crime. You do the time, and that's it. You move forward. And how can Jake DeBrus get back to being the 27-goal scorer that he was in just 64 games last year? I mean, he had a ridiculous year. He's a big part of what the Boston Bruins are trying to do, and I love what Jim Montgomery has instilled there in Boston in terms of their culture. Uh, there's been a long line of leaders there, but the fact that this team is picking up and continuing on after some of their – biggest uh, over the last few years Patrice Bergeron and all have gone on I think this works just fine I think someone last week when we were talking Bruins kind of called it the Patrice Bergeron ripple effect like that guy crazy the culture that they helped build up in Boston over the last 15 to 20 years you're still seeing it linger around and I agree with you I was going to say that about Montgomery I love that he came out and said it. it wasn't any like oh it's an internal issue vague kind of stuff like Nope, this is what happened. This is why he sat. Good. Everyone's on the same page. All right, we'll move on from here. 
Uh, second one I have for you, Frank. Tomorrow night is going to feature 16 games in the NHL. All 32 teams will be in action, but it's happening on a Tuesday. Is that a pass or a fail by the NHL? Do you love the idea so much you don't care? Or are you sitting there being like, really, a Tuesday? No, I'm going to say this is a fail, and I'll tell you why. It's great that for the first time ever, we have all 32 teams in action on one day. That's cool. But what I don't like, it's not really even the day of the week. It's that it's so staggered and by design, but you've got some games starting at 6 Eastern, and you've got other teams that are based in the East, like the Flyers, going against the Vegas Golden Knights that doesn't start until 11 Eastern. 11 Eastern puck drop is just wildly late. And I just, I don't, does anyone have an issue with how NFL red zone works with every game starting at one o'clock? Like last time I checked, no one there is complaining that the games aren't staggered. Why do you feel the need to stagger it? It's great to just have them all play. And that's an accomplishment just from a human resources standpoint, getting enough referees on the ice, for instance, that's impressive enough. You don't need to stagger the games and have some wacky start times to, to have it all play out. I didn't even think about that. Did they have to like call up any officials from the American League for this? Do you have any insight into that? I actually don't, but I should ask. Like they they typically have it staffed so that like you don't have instances like this. So they might be giving some guys some trial runs. Should be kind of cool, but I'm with you. I'm gonna say fail just because it's on a Tuesday. Like again, an eleven o'clock game for Flyers fans, that's absolutely insane. But if it was happening on a Friday, at least you or a Saturday, at least you could get a little bit of like, ah, yeah, party hard, watch the game. It starts at 11. It's unique. I love the red zone idea. I really hate that I'm even shitting on the idea of all of them playing on one night, all the teams playing on one night in general, but a Tuesday, like, or do this the first day of the year. Be like, we're kicking it off. Every team's playing tonight. I just think a random Tuesday in October is a little odd. Yeah, and that's, yeah, okay. Speaking yeah, of, stick taps for, for getting yeah. all 32 in one day. Uh, speaking of odd, Frank, sit back watching some WHL highlights, and then you see the refs are playing the Spokane Chiefs. We'll pull up the video here so people watching on YouTube can get a look. Um, this looks very odd. I went yeah. and looked up why the Vancouver Giants were wearing referees' jerseys in their games. They just simply dubbed the night Ref Appreciation Night and did this. It's hilarious, but still a little odd to look at. Pass or fail? Fail. Really? And now, look, I'm all for supporting referees. I was a referee. I watched the abuse that especially some younger officials uh, in, in today's youth hockey take. It's so unfortunate. We've got to find a way to support them better. This just looks odd. You don't want to ever create the perception that referees are beating another team. And I feel like, you know, I know tongue in cheek and this is all supposed to be fun and lighten up Francis, all that. I'm just going to say it looks too weird. It does look uh, very, very weird. I thought maybe there was like some sort of like a charity aspect. No, they just they just did it. Just called it Ref Appreciation Night. Uh, there you go. There's our Monday segment, pass or fail. We are running behind. I see our boy John Goins is chomping at the bit. He wants to get on the air. Let's get to the coach's room. The coach's room is delivered by DoorDash Grocery, Pharmacies, Bakeries, Flower Shops, and more. DoorDash really has everything you need to make this holiday season special. Ordering is easy. Just download the DoorDash app. If you're a Canadian listener and it's your first time downloading it, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you use the DoorDash app. 
and enter the code NATION25. John Goins, welcome back to the show. How's it going, man? It's going well. You guys? Good. Uh, John, I tasked you over the weekend with uh, looking into the Carolina Hurricanes because it's such an intriguing start to the season for them. A team that's usually buttoned up and really sound defensively has given up 30 goals in just six games to start the year. What do you see from the Canes to start? And, you know, you're always coming up with these interesting terms for us to use. Well, we found a new one from Rod Brindamore. He was quoted as saying after the game that some of his defensive breakdowns were breathers. What does that mean in coach speak, John? Well, I've never actually heard it described as breathers, but it's a mental lapse. It's just like it's it's almost like some of the players get in this upright position and stop skating like they're taking a breath instead of, you know, uh, staying mentally uh, focused on the task at hand. And you could see it's like a bit of an upside down world right now for the Carolina Hurricanes with Slavin leading the D in scoring. You got the young guys leading the team in scoring. Um, and you mentioned the 30 goals against. Well, also their penalty killing is 67%. However, with four shorthanded goals, their net penalty killing is 82%. So you go to the flip side, their power play is looking great with numbers like 26.7%. However, they've given up three shorthanded goals already, which means a net power play of 16.5%. They give up six shorthanded goals all of last year and only three shorthanded goals two years ago. So it's, you wonder, is it just new personnel? Is it just a slow to the switch? And I don't think you could just say, well, Aho's not here and Sveshnikov's not here. I think it's just, there's they're slow out of the gate with a full engagement. So why don't we get to the video on breathers and start letting that roll, especially here at five on five. You know, we look here, it looks like a nothing play. There's going to be a stop at the blue line. You got to stop. There's nothing, absolutely nothing, but there's nobody in that blue zone. Next thing you know, let's just let them walk in and put it right under the bar. There just doesn't seem that pressure, pressure, pressure that hurricanes usually play with. That urgency isn't there. Again, regroup, a line change. It's a two on four, four check, but Natchez is hugging the wall instead of being inside dots. Never heard of Nate McKinnon, but he comes down the pipe right off the bench and puts it under the bar. Again, watch Tara Vinen on the backside. He's kind of hoping, hoping Pesci's going to help him. Now it's a broken play, goes up top, and now Pesci's got to play two guys at the net. There just doesn't seem that urgency to support and pressure quick enough. Burns all over Jared McCann, rides him up top, kind of a man-to-man -to -man situation. But watch as we zoom in here, stick positioning and late to the switch by Brent Burns, and boom. You know, Jeremy McCann only scored 40 goals last year. Like, we, there's that sense of urgency isn't here. Tara Vinen, a little loose with the puck here. But again, you shouldn't be out skating your turnover. Three-on-five situation. Nothing should come of this. Not engaged enough by Tara Vinen and Bunting, Bunting excuse me, on the back check. And it seems to be bleeding into their power play. So if we could let the film roll on the power play and the shorthanded goals that they're giving up, it seems to be similar mental lapses. Don't spin. Like you just gave up your opportunity and now you're against three absolute, absolute burners in Cogliano, Makar, and O'Connor, who's just scored three shorthanded goals in three straight games. 
there just seems to be a mental lapse and a delay to everybody's reaction. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So there's a few reasons why maybe this could be happening. Like there are some new players on the Canes. Are these lapses just maybe some new guys getting used to their new surroundings, or is there maybe more to it? I honestly, I think it's. I mean, Rod Brendamore isn't going to put up with this too much longer, and he's not going to let guys use the excuse of, you know, I got a new zip code or a new jersey. You could see some of those clips clearly show guys overskating their turnovers or hoping somebody else is going to back check or somebody else is going to get the job done. And when your feet clearly show that they aren't moving and you're hoping and poking, nothing good comes of it. Hoping and poking. I'm going to use that in my nine U practice later <laughs> this week. Uh, wanted to ask you one bright spot for the Canes has been yes, Barry Kotkaniemi. If you haven't noticed, he has 43 points in his last 57 games dating back to December. What have you seen from Kotkaniemi that's allowed him detail-wise to be way more productive? Well, I thought I'd go away actually from the D zone just because I think it would have been easy to just kind of uh, cherry pick where he cuts off a pass here and there. But I, I feel as though offensive-minded players will tend to cheat and put themselves in poor defensive situations in the offensive zone. And what I'm noticing before we let the film roll is he's quick on loose puck recoveries. He's his takeaways and his steals. He's, he's picking pucks out of the air like crazy. He's going to the dirty areas. Everybody talks about it. He's getting an opportunity or the pucks moving around. He's setting up camp in front and he is just playing the right way. And when in doubt, he reloads and supports. So as we let these next, eight or nine clips roll, you'll see certain annotations that'll give a real clear picture to what Kakanyemi's doing. And here offensively near the tail end of a power play, he's really got a good concept of timing and not getting himself jammed. Right here, just set up shop, good wide base, boom, under the bar. Nothing cute, but a lot of players might have just 
you know, faded away because they would have felt jammed in that situation. Fair enough. There you go, John. I appreciate the insight. As always, the Carolina Hurricanes looking to get things rolling a little bit. Just three and three to start the season. This edition of the Coaches Room brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. That promo code up at the top of your screen. Nation25, all caps, gets you 25% off. Thanks, John. Thanks, guys. Moving along to our daily pace off inbox question, Frank, heading over to the YouTube. If you're watching on there, remember, you got to hammer that subscribe button if you want to comment. Jeremiah's in hashtag AskDFO. Is there a chance Alex DeBrinkett goes down as the best offseason addition from the summer? Eight goals in six games, a league leading 12 points in that span as well, Frank. He's looking good. He's looking good, and it is possible because when you consider the whole grand picture, they didn't really give up a lot to get him. They were leveraged and in a spot um, where the Sens couldn't really create a lot of marketplace for him. And so he wanted to go home to Detroit, uh, never going to knock a player for that. And yeah, I think it's obvious how comfortable he's been in Detroit, who's been lights out so far we talked about the Canes giving up 30 goals. What about the Red Wings scoring 30 to start the year? Yeah, I mean, averaging five goals a game, absolutely unreal stuff. Five and one to start the year, and that's after losing their first game of the season. They've rattled off five straight dubs. Yeah, and I did want to add, too, since we just to put a bow on our conversation about the Canes, a big boost potentially incoming. Andre Svechnikov at Canes practice this morning, first time wearing a not wearing a no contact jersey so he's getting very close to returning after that uh gruesome knee injury last year that cost him the latter part of the season and all of the playoffs what a massive boost that would be for rod brindamore and company let's move along to our botano daily bets for the day frank a quiet night in the nhl because well there are 16 games happening tomorrow just the one tonight montreal taking on buffalo which means i got exactly one bet it's cole caulfield to hit his shot prop, the line is set at three and a half. He has hit five shots on goal in three consecutive games right now. So he is absolutely rolling in the shot department. Sabres aren't great at preventing chances either. So I like Cole Caulfield to hit his over here in a Sabres-Habs matchup on a Monday night. How are you feeling about Cole Caulfield getting to 50 goals? I think I'm still three. feeling pretty good. Like I, He's one of those guys, Frank, where... I think he's going to, at some point in the season, rattle off like seven in a five-game stretch or something crazy like that, right? He's got three and four games to start the year. I mean, I picked him to score a 50. I think he gets there. I think he does, too. I think he does, too. I think we're going to see a ton this season. Hey, maybe Alex Debrink out. I mean, you score eight in your first six. It's kind of just all down, or it's all easy sailing from there. We, we were talking about this with the Wings this morning on the DFO rundown. The math starts to get crazy, okay? So the Wings have already rattled off 10 points. The historic bar to the playoffs is 96. That means they only need to get... 86 points in the final 70 whatever games of the season like it they'll be fine yeah let's wrap up the show with a little bit of garbage time here frank and it's brought to you by our new survivor pool game with our friends at wendy's wendy's and their new obsession the very real barbecue bacon cheeseburger while you sit and play the daily face-off survivor pool when we get that all launched up and you're obsessing over your dream team you can reward that dedication with wendy's new obsession the very real barbecue bacon cheeseburger. Frank, what do you got for garbage time? Yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to Travis Dermott of the 
Arizona Coyotes. He, as you see here in this photo, the first player since the NHL banned it to use pride tape. And so mm -hmm. people are sitting here saying, oh, what's the big deal? He used pride tape. Well, it's because the NHL specifically outlawed it this season uh, in a way that they went backwards after clamping down on pride nights because players did not want to participate or certain minority of players didn't want to participate. And now they said no pride tape as well, no gestures that would indicate that. So he went out on his own, ordered it, and put some on his stick. And uh, the first player to sort of step out of line, no response or reaction from the league yet. And what exactly are they going to say? No, you can't do that. It says quite clearly in the NHL rulebook that tape of any color may be used. So didn't want to make too big of a deal out of it, but good on Travis Dermott showing what being an ally means absolutely i really love to see it interesting to see if any players will uh, follow suit maybe in the next couple of weeks here around the nhl that is a wrap on this or on today's edition of daily faceoff live brought to you by botano we'll be back tomorrow noon eastern time chat with you then thanks for tuning in to daily faceoff live make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.